This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Like, how many ways can you actually misspell the word pregnant? It turns out the answer is fucking infinite. Hi, I'm Rachel Hampton. And I'm Madison Malone-Kircher. You're listening to ICYMI. In case you missed it. Slate's podcast about internet culture. So I moved into my apartment during the pandemic, do not recommend, which meant I found myself like in need of furniture during the pandemic, do not recommend. No. (laughs) Also, everything's on back order right now. I also moved... I think twice during the pandemic, every single time you're just like, can this get worse? And the answer is yes, it can. Yes, it can. And if you're trying to avoid Ikea, it's really hard. (laughs) See, I wasn't trying to avoid Ikea, except now I have like an Ikea white whale. It's called the Besta. The Besta sideboard. Pain in the ass to put together, the doors don't hang straight, but most importantly, the shelves have been out of stock for a year. A year? I do not check the Ikea website hourly, so perhaps they have had them at some point, but I do check pretty regularly. I feel like this is just an issue with Ikea stuff, where you were eternally like, I need this one specific part, and then you talk to a customer service person, and they're just like, if it's not on the website, (laughs) I don't have it for you. Can you just check in the back? Can you just accept we don't have it? The back ain't some magical place. What do you think is back there, Santa's workshop? The only thing back there is a clipboard with our schedules and some brownies Darcy brought in. The website said it was in stock, and what do your eyes say? I felt particularly attacked the other day while watching TikToks when I came across this guy at Scott Sice whose whole bit is being IKEA customer service. Have you seen these? I have. They're <laughs> not only very funny, but also fully convinced me that avoiding IKEA was the right move and trying to find furniture. <laughs> so Scott is a former Ikea employee himself. Do you work here? Obviously, yes. How many people do you know wear a name tag recreationally? Wait, you think I'm behind the counter because I got lost? Do I work here? No, I'm just dressed like this because I'm going to the midnight premiere of Ikea the movie. (laughs) He's got like the Ikea lanyard and he just is the platonic ideal of an employee at a company who has had it up to their ears with annoying customers. (laughs) And it makes for a really good comedy. I'd like to speak to your manager. I'd like to speak to your mother. Tell her she should be embarrassed. She raised someone to act like a baby in public. And it's also just so, every single one is so simple. I also love that he has like a kind of Zoom-esque background where he's in an Ikea. So you really get like the whole, you're like, oh, over there are the Swedish meatballs that I've don't want unless I'm in an Ikea. But there's one that he does where a customer comes in and asks, I know the sale ended last week, but can I still get a discount? Do you hear yourself? We can't go backwards. Time marches on. You want the sale from 15 years ago too? When's it end, Diane? You want that price? You're going to have to go through the quantum realm with Ant-Man. I don't want the sale from four years ago. I will pay full price. I just want the (laughs) shelves for my Besta. Three of them in white, please. Maybe, you know, hit up Scott Zeiss on TikTok and (laughs) (laughs) he can get you those sweet, sweet bookshelf shelves. Can I also request some like lingonberry jam? No, no, I'm so, you you have to pick one from the Ikea Vortex. You're open for 10 more minutes. I'll be quick. Quickly move into the exit. 
This ain't a basketball game. We're not playing to the buzzer. You had the choice to hold a bunch of minimum wage workers hostage or go shopping tomorrow. You chose wrong. Get out. <laughs> Thank you, Scott Sice, for just flawlessly infiltrating my TikTok algorithm. I feel very seen and uh, grateful to have channeled my year-long, at this point, rage into, into, <laughs> into some laughter. Speaking of TikTok, uh, stick around till the end of the episode. We have a request for our listeners. We are working on a TikTok algorithm episode, and we need your help. But today we're throwing a funeral on ICYMI. Cue the bagpipe music. Today, we're pouring one out for Yahoo Answers, which is going up to the big platform in the sky to hang out with... <laughs> Such lost comrades as GeoCities, GChats, anything you uploaded to MySpace between 2003 and 2015. Okay, honestly, that last one is probably for the best. I mean, you don't want to know what your playlist was on your MySpace page? (laughs) (laughs) That you used to communicate your emotion? You don't want to know what your top 10 was? But... Yahoo Answers, which is what we're talking about today, was honestly one of the last bastions of, like, kind of non-monetized weirdness on the internet. It was nowhere near perfect, but it provided a kind of constant source of some of the internet's earliest memes, including How Is Babby Formed, a (laughs) meme that has (laughs) played on my head and repeat for untold amount of years. And it's kind of a roadmap for today's forums, like Quora and Reddit. And it has this community of users who, with Yahoo Answers demise, are just kind of going to be set adrift. We went straight to the source and talked with one of Yahoo Answers' biggest viral stars. The creator behind a video with 40 million views and just about as many spellings of the word pregnant. (laughs) Because, yeah, a lot of people asked Yahoo Answers to tell them if they were pregnant or gregnant. Or Porknate. <laughs> or Pregante. Pregante. <laughs> but before we talk to that user who was really a god among men, I feel like we should explain the kind of logistics of Yahoo Answers, since you won't be able to just type in yahooanswers.com and find out for yourself as of next week. <laughs> you can no longer submit questions to Yahoo Answers, but you have until May 4th if you want to go and dig around in the excavate, the ruins of, (laughs) and really, it's unclear where this metaphor is going. Sift through the burned out remains (laughs) of the Library of Alexandria. Uh, But anyway, May 4th. May May the 4th be with you? No, no. (laughs) Yahoo Answers has been operational since 2005, and was very simple, right? People submit questions, other people on the internet answer those questions with a nice sprinkling of typos and misspellings in questions and answers. It was, you know, in theory, a place to to get information. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the most compelling things about Yahoo Answers was that unlike Quora, which is, I believe, experts answering questions, or Reddit, which is Reddit, Yahoo Answers felt very human, and I think the typos and misspellings very much gave it this kind of aura of there is a real human answering the question that I have right now. And I think that was probably one of the things that kept people coming back to it. Totally. It didn't have moderators, but 
the top Yahoo Answers contributors did function spiritually as sort of volunteer moderators. Yeah, and you became a top contributor through this point system, which kind of gamified the entire thing, where the more questions you answered, the more points you get. And if you were a top contributor, then your answers would kind of often be filtered to the top. So This is like a, a perfect storm of making a platform a success, right? Like, oh yeah, space for people to be absolute idiots, a gamified system where you can win. Yes. What what do you win when you are Yahoo Answers top contributor? It's entirely unclear. So we have this like free flowing id of the internet, which how many times on this podcast can we say was both for better and for worse? <laughs> Some might say for worse, which is perhaps why Yahoo Answers is shutting it down. I mean, <laughs> there's no community that's ever gonna work without investment, which Yahoo very much did not want to do. Mm-hmm. And without moderators that are not on a volunteer basis, which, again, Yahoo very much did not want to do. Um, at this point, Yahoo Answers has kind of become a hotbed of, like, right-wing conspiracy theories. And I can't help but think, just conjecture here, that that is part of why Yahoo is just like, you know what? We're Delete. just going to take this off the internet. Delete! <laughs> <laughs> Questions on Yahoo Answers ranged from, like, truly serious people seeking actual information to farcical to racist to absolute, like, just nonsense speak. Um, I could not think of a better way to explain the spirit of that last one than talking with our next guest. He goes by JT, and uh, he is the voice and mind behind a viral YouTube video you have perhaps seen already, and if you have not... You're in for a treat. I had not watched it in many years, and it it just cracked me up once again. I love this video. I, <laughs> I fully remember finding this video in college and forcing everyone in my, like, little dorm quad to watch it because I was, like, real tears were rolling down my face. <laughs> it is the rare, I would say, YouTube video that that moment works you know the moment where you're like you gotta watch this youtube video it's so fucking Mm -hmm. funny you're gonna die and then the person doesn't laugh you will laugh at this (laughs) if you don't please don't tell us (laughs) yeah lie to me um in the video jt has collected uh, a number of questions submitted to yahoo answers all of them about pregnancy in absolutely none of them is the word pregnant spelled correctly (laughs) it's just such a simple form of humor that works so well together. I'm so glad that we got JT on the show. I will say that I, you will not be hearing my voice during this interview. It was taped the day after the George Floyd verdict was handed down and I was taking a mental health day. So you'll just be hearing Madison this time. Specifically, you'll be hearing me after the break. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. In 2007, 
TV network CBS dropped 40 kids in the middle of the New Mexico desert as part of a brand new reality show. These kids would have to build their own society from scratch. And if this sounds like Lord of the Flies to you, well, it was meant to. We were on this mission together. We were going to prove to the world that we could make a better society than adults could. I'm Josh Gwynn, and I want to know what this wild TV experiment was really about. Split Screen, Kid Nation, a six-part podcast from CBC. Available now. Uh, All right. Well, uh, my name is JT Sexkick, and I want to know, am I (laughs) Pergananant? I don't think we'll ever get a better introduction on this podcast. (laughs) So... Naturally, you are a formative character in my internet, but for those of you who perhaps are not familiar, JT is the voice of a mega viral YouTube video reading just some of the best questions about pregnancy ever posed on Yahoo Answers. Am I pregnant? Am I pregnant? Am I pargant? Am I gregnant? Am I pegnate? Help? Is there a possibility that I'm... Pregnant? Am I pregnant or am I okay? Could I be pregonate? How do I know if I'm pregnant? Can I be pregnant? Can u get pregante? Can u bleed while u are pergert? Can u down a twenty-foot water slide pegnat? How can I get my GF pregnant? What happen when get purginat? How can a nine-year-old get so? How did the video come about? What inspired you to create this? I'll say it masterpiece. Oh well. I mean, thank you, but um, <laughs> basically, maybe this will sound weird, but before I even had the idea of even making this stuff into YouTube videos, I would just do this for fun. I'd sit around with like a couple friends or my girlfriend, and we'd just go digging around on Yahoo Answers and reading questions out loud and laughing our asses off at all the weird stuff that's on there. Do you remember any of the other weird stuff you found in those days? Oh, man, like... Well, okay, so here's one genre that I really like, which is um, questions where somebody will be looking for the title of a song that they heard. People who literally will be like, what's the drum and bass song that goes like do, 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 like that kind of thing. (laughs) Uh, There's one that's uh, what song is Royals Royals? Um, (laughs) Like Royals by Lord. Right, yeah. Royals, Royals, and then she says something and goes Royals, Royals, and then there's music, and she says Royals, Royals. That's that's the question. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously a very uh, fertile... You had a lot of options to choose from. What made you choose to make uh, a video about the pregante, pregnancy question specifically? So over time, I kind of accumulated, like I had a big folder just of all different screenshots of questions and stuff that I found. And um, I had a couple pregnancy related ones. Those tended to be pretty good. And at some point I was just kind of like, okay, let's let's really pull this thread. Like how many ways can you actually misspell the word pregnant? And it turns out the answer is fucking infinite. Pregnant. <laughs> Will my get pregnant? What is the best time to sex? To become pregnant. Does anyone know how many teens get pregnant a year? Are these systems of being pregnant? Girlfriend ain't had periods since she got pregat. Is it possible having sex to a eight months pregnant? If a woman has starch marks on her. Wait. If a woman has 
starch masks on her body, does that mean she has been pargnet before? Period, question mark. There's a moment in the video where you... You just, you you crack yourself up. I'm curious, how many times did you take this? Like, did you make yourself laugh as hard as we laugh watching it? it it's funny you mentioned that one because I actually did two takes. And that was the spot where I, like, disintegrated. Will it hurt baby top of his head? I barely managed to get past that one, and I just completely lost my composure after that. Birth control in 12 days? Other than that, it was just the straight two takes, just bang, 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 just going down the list. What was it like watching the video go viral? So when I make a video, I never like set out to go viral. I'm never thinking like, oh, this is going to be a big smash hit. I'm going to be the next Jake Paul with this or like anything like that. But I mean, you no know, one, it's... no one should ever aspire yeah, to that. Yeah, That's exactly, a great exactly. mantra. <laughs> <laughs> so I was not prepared for like freaking like Markiplier, PewDiePie, uh, Steve Carell tweeted it at one point. Um, There's a trio. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the three comedy greats. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's it's exciting. It's, it's weird and it's funny when I'm like, I'll be on Reddit or Twitter and the word pregnant will come up and then the replies will just erupt into like, oh, pregnant, pregnant. Pregnant, pregnant, and you know, it's just <laughs> my my girlfriend's whole family knows about the YouTube channel and everything now too, which is pretty awkward. Um, I get people every time we have like some kind of family <laughs> get together, people are like, "Oh, pregnant, pregnant," put the video up on the TV, and then just hearing my voice through the speakers saying the word "precum" in front of my girlfriend's entire family is, you know, not a great experience. Um, so is the video monetized? Like, did you make money off of this thing? Yeah, you know, I made uh, uh, enough for beer and pizza, you know. <laughs> uh, does it continue to pay for beer and pizza? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, a, I get a little scratch every month from that. And people, so you go by JT Sex Kick online. People don't know you in real life as Pergonanent Guy, correct? Some actually do. That's another weird aspect of it is when I'm meeting a new person for the first time and one of my friends is like, oh, he's the pregnant Yahoo Answers guy. And they're like, what? You're that guy. <laughs> so how are you feeling about the news? What was your first thought when you heard Yahoo Answers was shutting down? I mean, it's uh, it's it's a release, you know. Uh, I, my, my soul, my spirit can rest now. Um, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a bummer. It's a big piece of internet history. It's a monument to just how like weird and dumb and crazy the internet can be. At the same time, part of me is kind of like, I wonder how it lasted as long as it did. I feel bad in a way for the people who used it seriously because you have these people who could not fit together the most basic building blocks of life and now they're just being kind of set adrift another way that i look at it though with that is that um internet communities it's more about the people than the website itself um, we know based on like the big exodus out of Tumblr that happened a couple of years ago, for example, like when a site dies, even though the community is gone, the users, the people don't just disappear. They just go somewhere else. Is there a planned promised land for the uh, the exodus from Yahoo Answers? There's plenty of other Q&A sites that are basically the same thing. There's like question.com. There's answers.com. There's this site called blurtit.com. There's... <laughs> 
there's ehelp.com, which actually has like a lot of good, like classic dumb Yahoo Answers type stuff on it. What was the worst thing you ever saw on Yahoo Answers? Okay, so it is kind of a bummer when you're on there and you see people asking questions that you know they should really be like asking a doctor or a therapist probably. Mm -hmm. There was this one that I saw that really stuck with me. It was this guy who had a sexual attraction to Garfield, like cartoon lasagna cat lasagna cat yes <laughs> okay i'm with you right that that on its own is is completely fine you know whatever floats your boat i don't care about that but he also was afraid that this would make him gay so it's like i want to fuck garfield but i don't want to be gay because then it would be weird right that is how it happens you know yes. that's definitely how it happened to me i was sexually attracted to gar no i'm kidding uh <laughs> yeah that's out there yeah well hold sure. on i'm not i'm not finished yet oh no <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not oh, finished no. yet. So he oh, was no. he was afraid that this would make him gay. So in his fantasies about Garfield, he would imagine Garfield with like a hot woman's body. The way he described it was like Garfield's head on like Pam Anderson's body. And he had this like rich inner fantasy life of him with the Garfield Pam Anderson hybrid abomination that he came up with. And he had like drawings and stories that he wrote and stuff. And his girlfriend in real life found all this stuff and like freaked the fuck out. And he's coming to Yahoo Answers and he's like, help, what do I do? How do I fix my relationship? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it's like you, you, this is above the pay grade of Yahoo Answers. You need counseling, my friend. Professional help. Um, yes. On the flip side, I'm curious if you ever came across any reactions that were like genuinely good or heartwarming. I hesitate to say inspiring, but heartwarming is not really something I would use to describe Yahoo Answers. In okay. fact, it's yeah, it's actually the opposite, especially like more recently now that it's become kind of a joke. A lot of times the 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 answers are like kind of a peanut gallery where people will roast the question asker. As far as like the best stuff, like the stuff that I've had the most fun reading. Mm -hmm. If I had to pick one, this is kind of an easy answer, but it would probably be the uh, the the how is Babby formed? A classic. Yes. I feel like we should explain for people whose brains are maybe not as mushy as yours and mine. How is Babby formed was a Yahoo Answers question asking about how a baby is made formed, but uh, baby was spelled B-A-B-B-Y. Yes. And not just the question. It was it was not just the question of how is Babby formed, how girl get pregnant, but actually the answer to this question, if you read it, let me see. I can't actually find the... Oh, here it is. Okay. So... The answer to how is Babby formed by Chaz D is they need to do way in stain mother who killed their babbies because these babby can't freak the back. It was on the news this morning. A mother in R who had kill her three kids. They are taking the three babby back to New York to lady to rest. My parry are with the father who lost his children I am truly sorry for your lots. <laughs> thank you for that dramatic reading. Uh, there you go. And thank you, Chaz D. Yes, thank you very much. Made internet history. I wonder what that guy's doing now. I don't know, but my parry are with Chaz D. Yes, for real. <laughs> um, is there something you wish you were known for instead? Do you ever have a moment where you stop and think, oh, this, this is the thing? 
This is the thing I am best known for in this world. You know, it's it's definitely weird to think that like this is going to be my mark on history. Like this is what I'm going to be remembered for. I'm the, I am the Yahoo Answers guy, but you know, I can't I can't complain. Yeah, totally. There are worse things. There are definitely way worse things to be known for. <laughs> JT, thank you so much for coming on the show today. This was a blast. My dog is pregnant. Can I get bringed if I he had a comdom on? How long can Ugo being pregnant to get an abortion? I think I'm pregnant with my 14th child. Madison, that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> you did such a great job. Thank you. I just, I was really taken aback when we got on the call that that's how he talks. Like, I, I thought he was, like, putting out a voice for yeah, the video. No, but that's just, <laughs> I, like, hearing that interview, I was like, wait, this is, you just sound like this in real life. <laughs> it's incredible. Um, if you want to watch the video, it is entitled, How is Prangent Formed? Uh, and you can find it linked in our show notes. So, I guess coming out of that, did you, did you ever actually use Yahoo Answers for actual things besides you know, the answers to homework questions, which I can neither confirm nor deny if I've ever done before. <laughs> Look, I'm about to take like a kind of depressing turn, but like, yeah, I was like a <laughs> closeted gay teen coming up in the early aughts. Like, hello, Yahoo Answers. How to know if I am gay? How to know if I like women? Did it help? Well, no. Seems like the short answer. <laughs> didn't come out for another, like, you know, eight years. So seem, seems like I didn't get much sound advice. While the Yahoo Answers community failed you. Honestly, I think my chief use of Yahoo Answers was absolutely physics homework. So. Oh, physics homework, econ homework. So Yahoo told its community members that it was shuttering the platform and by extension, the the uh, homework help service that has provided <laughs> generations uh, because, quote, the platform had become less popular over the years and that the company is shifting resources away to focus on products that better serve Yahoo members. It's true, but it's also a loss for the internet, not least because they're completely wiping the archive. This years-long archive of internet history, which... Flickr did a few years ago when they deleted something like, I think, 15 years yeah, it was worth 15 of people's years. photos, which is just people or at least companies don't seem to think of this as like actual <laughs> important data like and like historical records. Record. Yeah. Yeah. But it is. And losing that, even like the worst parts of it is just you're losing so much of what like defined a time and a place like you can look at what questions people were asking in 2010 and kind of get a sense of what the general <laughs> vibe of the internet was like <laughs> i'm looking at yahoo answers right now and the final question submitted is look at how long her hair is question mark it's beautiful and then there's just a grainy <laughs> photo of a yearbook picture of a red-headed woman in a green sweater there's no context <laughs> And there are no answers. I guess we'll just never know how long this this woman's hair is. The last unanswered question on Yahoo Answers is gonna it's gonna haunt me for the rest of my life. Look at how long her hair is. It's beautiful.
Well, that's our show. Thank you so much for uh, listening to the various pronunciations of the word pregnant. Pregante. <laughs> we'll be back in your feed on Saturday. So definitely subscribe. It's free and the best way to make sure you never miss a moment with, uh, with me and Rachel. If you're feeling super generous, leave us a rating and a review in Apple Podcasts, or maybe tell your group chat, your Discord server, your Facebook group where, you know, you talk about plants, uh, and maybe people also would like a podcast recommendation, uh, give us a shout out. We always want to hear from you, but this week we actually have a really special request. We're working on an episode about the extremely bizarre specificity of the TikTok algorithm, and we need your help. Does the TikTok algorithm think that it knows something about you that is completely and totally wrong? For example, TikTok is convinced I am a former Mormon or perhaps a Mormon trying to become a former Mormon. Either way, <laughs> so much Latter-day Saints content. <laughs> if you also have these weird little pockets of TikTok that have been served to you we would love to hear about it so send us a short voice memo describing the side of tiktok you just can't escape for some reason you can email it to us at icymi at slate.com and of course you can always find us on twitter at hashtag icymipod icymi is produced by daniel schrader our supervising producer is derek john forrest wickman is slate's culture editor Gabe Roth is the editorial director of audio. See you online. Or not. Can you burn a Luigi board?